Welcome to the Virtual Ball Boys Podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my good friend Matt. Uh Chris, I messed up. Oh no. Oh, I no. messed up. I was looking for a place to live and I accidentally bought a condor. Oh no, no. Oh no. What am, what am I gonna do? Okay, alright, so here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Do you have a empty room in your house? Not really. Okay. All right. Do you have a garage? Yeah, we keep cars in there, but uh, garage. Yeah. Do you have enough room to like, like, do you have enough like airspace in the garage where like a bird can just chill for a while? I don't know. I'm looking. I'm looking at these pictures. This is a big ass bird. <laughs> <laughs> you actually, you actually just got a picture of of the bird right now. What 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 day, was what day is the condor being shipped to you? Uh, February 30th. Oh, man. It's a <laughs> long time from now. So you got time. You can prepare. Chris, Chris do you think I got scammed? I, I, you might have, <laughs> you might have gotten scammed, my dude. Uh, maybe, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the, when I think about the con, when I think about the, the condor, I just think of the, there's a ride in a local amusement park uh, that we have here, like a Six Flags park, that mm-hmm. is like, it's just like those, um, uh, I don't even know how I would describe it, but it's like a tower, but and it, it has like uh, Oh, a so bunch... like the, the, the big drop? Not necessarily I, here. Oh. I, I might be able to actually like condor ride, because it, it's, it's a pretty, yeah, it's actually an amusement ride type. Uh, here. Oh, okay. I'll, here, I'll I'll send it over here so that we get some context here. Um, oh, this thing is this what I bought? <laughs> shit, you're gonna get. So you have a backyard. <laughs> do, do you do you have room in the cornfields anywhere just to place place this right? <laughs> Maybe that's what you got. Uh, there you sure. go. Um. That's one of my favorite rides, by the way. I do enjoy it. I, I, I'm not yes. a big drop tower person, but I the idea of going up and like just spinning in a circle, I don't know why. That 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 that's ex- more exhilarating to me than dropping. Uh, yeah. And I'm not a big I'm not a big roller coaster person either. So. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like I, the roller coasters and like the drop towers, like they, all those kind of have like the sense of dread that like kind of yeah. like you get hit with when you go down. Um, There's. There's one episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where um, Dee gets her fucking hair caught in those drop towers and it rips off her head. And I I never want to go. I, I don't have long hair, but I never want to go on the one of those again after watching that episode. <laughs> you just permanently traumatized by it's, that. Uh, yeah, Karen. it's just like it, it's it, and I'm not that squeamish of a person, but that's just one of those things that no, that, that hit in just the wrong way. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's it's not it's not ideal. Like there's people that like that are like, oh, I'll just keep my baseball hat on for this ride. And it's just like, are you sure, buddy? Are you are sure? You, are you sure about that? I don't know. Out of your head is that like maybe you're you are thick headed, but not in that way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be able to hold on to your hat, my dude. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's. It, I, that's what I do. I enjoy a good thrill ride, but not one that I know is just like spinning around, and you know you're not gonna like fall at a very fast pace you know that's it that it's more stable overall like mm-hmm. i enjoy i enjoy those experiences anyways enough of our condor talk caca uh we are coming off of um 
probably the best divisional round and maybe best playoff weekend in the history of the NFL, maybe? I, I would agree with you. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm kind of an earlier fan, so I only have, like, right. six or more, seven years more recent of... Fan, more say. recent Yeah, more recent yeah. fans. So I only have, like, like eight or nine years of this now where I, I have experience uh, having watched but, football. I but mean, if, if you just look at the raw numbers... Uh, right. three of the first three games were decided on game winning field goal. The last, and then the last one had three lead changes in the last two minutes plus an overtime. Right. Yeah. It, I, they, they, there's no way any other weekend has ever topped this. And it's upsets. You had quite yeah. a bit of upsets also. Like, and that's always what like it goes is a marker for a very good weekend of football. So Fuck it's yeah. so it's uh yeah it, it it was phenomenal. It was a great time. I can't wait to dive into that. We're gonna talk about everything that happened or as much as we can as much as we can remember <laughs> from the world wind. Uh, we will we will talk about those. We also have a lot of news. A lot of which just came today when they were recording this. Um, and then of course. We're going to pick our winners for the conference championship games. Pretty straightforward. Just cover, just covering a lot of ground here. A lot of the things that have occurred since the last time you heard from us. So, let us bring you back to 4.30 Saturday, uh, January 22nd. That's there you go. 22nd. <laughs> um, so, we kick off with the Bengals at Titans and I I mean I think the I think like I don't know I I would say that like it's between this game and the next game that's like you would call like the worst game of the weekend, but like they're mm. not they're not bad games either. I will right. say this this one was definitely ugly and I I I don't, I would love to get your thoughts on it. It we, but essentially it was this the Bengals uh had a lot of trouble in this game trying to protect Joe Burrow. Nine sacks overall, but that didn't stop Joey B. The you know Joe with Joey with ice in his veins, uh, from at least getting his team in position. Uh, ended up leading for most of the game. Uh, Ryan Tannehill unfortunately was uh got was ended up throwing an interception quite a few times. Uh, and some of which was just a tipped pass. Other times was just him just trying to force the ball, and uh, ultimately it led to the interception. Um, and but I mean even though the Bengals were leading for a good bit of this game, the Titans did end up coming coming back with a touchdown. Uh, they did tie the game. Uh, but ultimately one last. Uh, interception by Tannehill ultimately set the Bengals up really well to get into field goal rage. And Evan McPherson, this rookie kicker who has been <laughs> really good, and we haven't really brought his name up enough on this on this podcast. Yeah. He's been phenomenal all year round, and he has kicked eight straight field goals going back to the fucking uh, Bengals Raiders game. Oh, that's uh, great to kick the Bengals into the fucking AFC Championship game. That just. Just, I mean, obviously, just the idea that the Bengals are in the AFC Championship game is fucking it, wild. But it, what was beautiful? What was what was your takeaway from this game? Uh, I think that like so, the Bengals recently have been playing a lot of games close. Yes, they tend to play to their opponent, but to their credit, have ended up winning. Mm. Um, the we're we're gonna hear a lot of uh, a lot of uh, famous quotes from the weekend. Um, and I think one of them is right before he was about to go, uh, kick the field goal, uh, Evan McPherson said to, uh, Brandon Allen, the backup, 
well, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship, and then went and kicked the field goal. It's so fucking badass. <laughs> oh, it's... It, I love that it's shit. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's so good. I, 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 there's nothing better. Like, cocky football players are... Can, can be a little bit annoying at times, you know, mm-hmm. especially if they're just overly cocky, and it's just like, okay, we get it, you're the best. But kickers being cocky is just... <laughs> it's just... There's just something about it. And especially... Oh, don't even get me started on, on cocky punters. Like, just... <laughs> That's that to me is just like it's just like oh man like this is a this is a position group that doesn't get the love that it deserves and I love the confidence I love that they're just like yeah we're we're the best and ultimately kickers this this weekend proved how important kickers are in this league and, and, and still are um and and he and he's among the best in the league as a rookie it's great yeah it's awesome yeah. Um, credit to, yeah, credit to Joe Burrow. I mean, he, he, like, I would say a lot of the sacks that he took, unfortunately, were his fault because he kept on running with the ball and trying to get the pass play out. And, like, it's just, at there's times where you're just like, Joe, just fucking throw the ball away, my dude. Mm -hmm. But uh, even that said. No matter what happens here, you get, like, one great or may or or maybe two like really good offensive linemen, and the Bengals' offense is going to be unstoppable. Yeah, like I, I, that's <laughs> the thing. Like he, like I, you, yes, like like I like I I'm putting the, some of the blame for him for the offensive line troubles and the, and the sack troubles on him, but like I still think that he played phenomenally in the game, and like he yeah. kept them in it. Jamar Chase had the big, you know, had, always has that big you know, pa- uh, catch and, and run uh, that he always does in, the, in, in these games. And I, I feel like that's always going to be a factor when you when you think about, uh, you know, what the next round is going to be like for them. Um, but, yeah, what, what a what a game. Uh, but I, let's talk about the Titans real quick. I Like, this was always a team that felt like a weird one seed, one that, like, you don't really like think about like when you think of like dominant teams that have held the one seed in in recent times. Like you never really put the Titans up there. Granted, it was a weird conference as well. So like no matter what, it was kind of gonna have like a weird team in that in that slot. But I, you know, we thought coming into this game that Derrick Henry coming back would put this team in a good good place. That their defense, which did play well in this game overall, um would you know would be the with that combined with derrick henry uh and the running game in general would be a huge you know would would, would put the titans over the edge that's why you and i both picked them um but it it just ultimately ended up where the even though the defense stepped up derrick henry just could not get the get the ball going uh ultimately the the deontay foreman uh or or freeman right deontay freeman foreman um he ended up doing like two he got the ball twice and ended up getting more yardage than derrick henry who had i think like six or seven carries yeah like and whether that whether that's injury or just the offensive line not doing a good enough job or i I like i i don't know what it was but ultimately like 
Foreman was so much more effective in this game, but they did not use him enough. And that's maybe part of the reason why the Titans lost was ultimately using the wrong guy for at running back for the, at least that <laughs> game, which is, I know that's blasphemous to say, but like when you, Henry is returned from this injury and like, I think that all of us kind of got excited about the idea that, like, okay, he's back, he got the time, he got the bye week, like, he got the time to recover, and it's just like, yeah, but he it is an injury, and he hasn't played football in a while, can we really trust that he's going to be effective? I mean, it's like, a, it's reminiscent almost of, like, the first game that they had, it wasn't as, like, much of a blowout, but, like, that Cardinals game, no, no one on the Titans was very effective. Right. Um, and it, this, this game kind of felt similarly. Um, any any thoughts on the Titans? You kind of covered everything. I think yeah. they'll they'll be back and they'll be pretty good next year. But I I feel like something's got to change or go ahead for them to like really be good. And maybe it's just make sure everyone is healthy yeah. the entire year, and that could that could be it. But uh, they have a great coach. They have a great uh, great offensive pieces. They just got to put them put them to, ugh, excuse me put them together. I, I feel like I, there's a lot of talk about Tannehill, and it's like, I get it. I get that, that people are being like, all right, well, maybe this shows the limitation of Tannehill. I, I just, I'm not there yet with that. I do think that Bengals' defense has something there that, you know, they, that they played well enough to stop them and kind of freak them out a bit. But I also think that, like, I don't know. I, I, I think that Tannehill has shown that he could win playoff games. I mean, he made it to the AFC Championship game a few years ago. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not at the point where I'm going to throw Tannehill to the fucking. No, absolutely screen. not. Like, he's, he's earned. He's earned some wiggle room. I suppose. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. I think. I think maybe more receivers. I know that they have Brown and Jones, but Joe, Joe, Julio Jones was not effective this year at all. I think you get other guys in there. Uh, for the passing game, definitely offensive line work, um, and set maybe people in the secondary as well, people that could stop Joe Burrow. Uh, we probably all work out for the Titans. All right, let's move on. 49ers at the Packers was the eight o'clock game, and now so this is what this is the fun part because to me I feel like we could talk about our own anecdotes of <laughs> having experienced this game because uh, you and I were on call, we're doing our own things. And I kind of was like, I was kind of paying attention to it. Uh-huh. Um, I know you were you, you were a bit more attentive on the game, uh, but essentially it was a low scoring affair. I think the halftime score was like seven nothing Packers, if I'm remembering correctly. That sounds right. Um, and so, and it was the snow started pouring down. Uh, 49ers offense was just not effective. Granted, the uh, Packers' offense was also not effective because the 49ers' right. defense was doing <laughs> uh, wonders and uh, Aaron Rodgers was not playing well. Um, and I will say, like, this was the... It was in this moment that I was like, man, I really don't want Rodgers to win. Because <laughs> even, like, a few days earlier, he ended up giving another interview of just being a dickbag. Uh, and... And it's like, I I don't know. He just keeps on showing his true colors of just mm-hmm. being a bad human. And I just am like, you know what? I don't really want this guy to succeed. And so it became 
it, it was, it was, it, this was something that I was like, I, I, I was kind of like internalizing even more because I, I still in my heart of hearts was like, there's still so many, there's so many players on the Packers that I do want to see get a championship. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm okay with them winning if it's not like the Bucks or Chiefs, but it just got to the point where I was just like, man, I don't, <laughs> I just don't want this team to win with Aaron Rodgers. And so we get to the deep into the fourth quarter, I feel like. And, uh, it's just this slugfest, right? Mm-hmm. But then, uh, they, and I think, I think the score at this point is like 10, it's like, it's like 10 to three or something like that. I think yep. is the score. And the Packers are about to punt uh, deep in their own territory. And it's a blocked punt touchdown for the 49ers. And it was at that point that it's just like, Oh, this is actually going to happen. <laughs> this is actually happening. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I, it, it then go, it then goes into the last drive for the 49ers. Packers can't do anything on offense and the 49ers get on offense and they at least move it down the field enough where they they're in a third and seven opportunity. They're trying to get into field goal range. And who do they do? They go to old reliable Diva Samuel. Third and seven. Uh pass short pass and he goes just barrels through people to the first down. Uh what a play call that was. And ultimately set up Robbie Gold, good as gold, through the uprights. He himself went through the uprights. Now the football went yep. through the uprights, thirteen <laughs> to ten. Forty Niners upset the number one seed Packers in the first time since since the eighties. I, I it was either since like two thousand eight since both one seeds went down the divisional round or uh-huh. like the eighties since it happened on one day. Um, it was something like that. But it's been a while. It's been a while. Matt, what? Just tell me what you you have to talk about this game from your perspective because this the... is this was so much fun. So the Bears and the 49ers have like a bit of like Bears fans with the 49ers have a bit of like an alliance, I would say. Uh, 49ers don't reciprocate it, nor do they have to. But (laughs) with how many people on the 49ers are from the Chicago area, uh, Kittle, Garoppolo, and then Robbie Gold being the um, being the like longtime bear, one of my favorite players to ever play for the Bears, like it felt extra special that they were the ones to kick Aaron Rodgers out of the playoffs. On top of that, the just the recent bullshit of him being of of his attitude of I'm better than everyone else. Watch me play football better than everyone else. And to be fair, he was doing that during the season. Aaron sure. Rodgers and then I I love on Twitter every fucking year when they mention that Aaron Rodgers has won the same number of NFC championships as Rex fucking Grossman. (laughs) (laughs) The elation and the the fuckery on Twitter is something I will never forget how it seemed like the entire football world was united against Aaron Rodgers in that day. Let me rephrase that. The entire uh, sane football world. Right. I mean, I was elated that these Packers lost. I I think that they'll be okay in the future because I think that Matt LaFleur is a great coach. But it's 
it the 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 question will be will be raised once Rogers leaves on was it all Rogers the the, the last few years yeah that's that oh god that conversation i didn't even think about that i i was mm-hmm. just thinking like whether or not Rogers is going to leave here uh this yeah. season i hope i hope he does i hope he gets the fuck out of the nfc north yeah I hope that I hope for for once I hope good things for Packers fans. That sounded mean, but um, I hope that they can have a quarterback who isn't total garbage and dragging down the rest of the team with him. Per- personality wise, personality wise, yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and 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 you could say on the field during the playoffs. You know, on the, yes, poor playoff play. <laughs> Poor, poor playoff play overall. Uh, it is, it is a joy to watch Aaron Rodgers fail, and I yes. will never get tired of that happening. Yes. When he goes to the Broncos next year, I will never get tired <laughs> of the Broncos failing. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so, it was fantastic. Like the day before this game, I, I muted the, I muted the words Aaron Rodgers because I already have him blocked. But I, right. I was like, I'm, I'm going to mute the words Aaron Rodgers because I just don't need to hear from this guy anymore. You know, because there's going to be just this continuing coverage throughout the playoffs with him succeeding, and then there's going to be people that are going to keep on interviewing him, and he's going to keep on spouting bullshit about how Ivermectin is the, is the god's. It heals the Lord's soul or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. He's not necessarily a religious guy. He's just an asshole. Um, but I, 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 for the moment though, when this happened, I were there was a part of me that regretted muted Gary Rogers because <laughs> all oh, the memes, the memes, all the it's the Twitter blowing up the way it did was phenomenal, and it was. It, it ended up being like just one of the best nights to be <laughs> a football fan and follow social media, especially if you're neutral. Like if you don't have a rooting interest, but especially if you hate the Packers or hate, if you or hate are Aaron me, Rogers, that night was legendary. It was it's legendary. It, it, it yeah. goes down in history. And give and, and and not to say like we're talking a lot of Packers. Like give credit with to the Forty ers They did it again. They're in the NFC Championship game as a Listen, six seed. Like they the, have the opportunity to win this whole thing. And the best part is, is Aaron Rodgers was for it. What what's likely his final game in Lambeau Field was yeah. defeated by his childhood team that didn't draft him without them scoring an offensive touchdown. Yeah. That's how bad he badly he sucked. Yes, and also <laughs> the and also the fact that like this team has defeated him so many times in the playoffs. Yep. He has yet to beat the 49ers in the playoffs. They own him. They own him. <laughs> <laughs> and like and like yeah like there's that famous clip of like oh i'm gonna make them pay for not drafting me it's mm-hmm. like well well it's not not really no. <laughs> and then the, and then fucking robbie gold and jimmy g meeting each other and then jimmy g saying fuck the packers oh beautiful yeah I, oh yeah Love it. Like, gorgeous for once for once it's like oh my god jimmy g there's a personality in there oh my god good job He's a personality and not just a pretty face <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, what a game! What and, and again, this is probably the ugliest of the four of the four playoff games, but it is so good for the meme. Oh, it's so good lovely. for the meme. Um, <laughs> but yes, a four seed and a six seed take down the the respective one seeds. And initially, out of the gate, I remember being Saturday night. I'm like, oh, this was great. This was this is a great start to the playoffs. If the other two are clunkers, ah, whatever. This is this is a be this was a great start. But oh boy, oh boy, Matt. oh boy! 
Oh, so, boy, man. So we, we get into Sunday, and yes. with 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 Sunday, we now know that who, whoever wins the, these two games get to host the 49ers and the uh, and the uh, Bengals, Correct. just because yeah. of how, how the scene works. The number one seeds are gone, so these are the highest highest seeds left. Yeah. We start out with the Rams, Buccaneers, and I want to find the texts that I sent you. <laughs> sure. That okay. day. Okay. Uh, because like 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 I said, we had, um, we we were like um, the 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 day before, I was like, wow, both these games were close. That that's awesome. And then Rams Buccaneers happened, and the Rams were just fucking dominating the mm. Buccaneers in every every fucking aspect. And at uh 3:23 Central Time, I texted you. I don't even care that this game isn't close because of how much how badly the Rams were winning. Yeah. Sunday at 5:08. I need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because what? Yeah, and essentially, yeah. It, this was for a good chunk of the game. Just not not a good game for the Bucks. But what ended up going their way was turnovers. Uh, and you had Cam Akers fumbling the ball that led to the Buccaneers scoring. Uh, I think at least a field goal. Um, mm-hmm. Then, uh, then there is there is another sequence of events where the Buccaneers turn the ball over, and we were like, "All right, that's it." And then the stadium is so loud that the center does not hear Matthew Stafford, uh, you know, like giving his play calls and stuff, and he snaps the ball over Matthew Stafford's head, and then yep. everyone has to go running to grab the ball, and the Buccaneers get that get that turnover. That like literally the next play, and it's just like, oh my god, are we serious? That was it was a mess. It was a mess, and then the Buccaneers began to score, and then and then Cam Akers fumbles again, and the Buccaneers score again, and now it's tied. <laughs> it's tied. Yeah, uh, sure and- is. Uh, I forget what the score was at that point. I think um, it was twenty-seven, twenty-seven. Had to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty-seven, twenty-seven. Ultimately, ended up being and, and and Brady, who had not been playing well all game, started to really get into his element a little bit. Mike Evans had a really great touchdown. Like Fournette had a great touchdown. So it it was you know and also throughout Playoff all money. this, throughout yes, and throughout <laughs> all of this, you had like yeah Tristan Wirfs who was, um. You know, he he was out that that game, uh, and so they had the backup in there, and they, so they they were have they were struggling on the offensive line. That was a big reason why they lost. Um, uh, spoiler alert. Um, but the essentially what ended up being, I think, the two the first of a few legendary drives that day yeah. was was Matthew Stafford <laughs> to Cooper Cup twice. One was a pass that was him basically Cooper Cup like juking someone to make them almost like fall down to like kind of like run like a slant route type thing. I don't, I don't think it's a slant route. I, I, I'm I'm not very good with my football terminologies, but whatever. He, he's, he was running. He was running towards the uh, towards the sideline. He caught the ball, ran in. But then, but then, Matthew Stafford throws a deep ball and Cooper Cup. Just fucking run past all, runs past all of the entire secondary essentially, catches the ball, and then runs it, it runs it down to like the five yard line or whatever the fuck it was, and then they're able to 
run down to the field, spike the football, and Matthew Stafford, they said all of a sudden he became a different person. As if like the door <laughs> the as if the Dark Lord took over him as he just started like cheering at the fact that he was able to do it again. Cause uh, we don't get to really talk about Stafford a lot because he's uh, he was always on the Lions, and but like the dude's legendary for these comebacks, for and sure. and this was his moment. Now, fi- first time ever in the divisional round, this is his moment to go down, lead a game-winning drive, and sure it up. And by the way, because <laughs> there's so many layers, Matt Gay, the kicker, for at one point in the game, kicked a was kicking a 47 yarder, and it fell short. And that yeah. doesn't happen. You could go <laughs> wide left or wide right, but it was short. And so that was weird. But the dude who has struggled in, 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 uh, in Raymond James Stadium before comes out with the kit, the field goal to win the game, and the Rams upset the Bucks, the reigning Super Bowl champs, 30-27 react, Matt. I... So I have a I have a friend who's a Rams fan. He's probably the person I talk to football the most, other than you. I play fantasy with him. Sure, sure. Um, I I was feeling so bad for him as the Rams were coming back. I I, I was talking with him, and he said that his 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 fiance thought that he was going to have a heart attack. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine yeah. this has been very stressful. This whole thing. And I thought like. Ah, damn! Brady's gonna just do it again. I yeah. the my Rams dreams are failing because I I love the I I really like the Rams this year. I want them to I want them to succeed. Sure, sure. And it's just like it's all falling apart, mm. and then it's just a huge sigh of relief at the end. It was I at one point when the when the Buccaneers tied it. I think I walked away. I, I this was a emotional fucking day for me because i it has I, been so long yes. <laughs> since i've been invested in football like this i've i've been very jaded over the last that, you know that's few a good years. that's a good term for how you've been yeah j- jaded with football because i've been very very upset with with just how the nfl has treated many different things and it, it still am you know i'm not like i'm not like the biggest i'm the i'm a big football fan i'm not a big nfl fan yeah but I um been very jaded. But I was so invested in this game. But when they, when they that tie happened, I was just like, God fucking damn it! And I walked away. I walked away out of my living room into my room. I I just needed to lay down and just turn, watch the rest of the game in my bed from the cover of my sheets because I was not going to have what happened to me in Super Bowl Fifty One, where I literally like I was so so sad. After that game, that was yeah. such a that was cruelly because as as people who just root against Brady because he's just such a legendary guy and he's a great player, like it's just when he does it, it's just like it's hard to bask in it because it's just like ah oh, he did it again, he fucking's mm-hmm. gonna do it again. But when I saw that drive happen again and again, and then he, the Matt Gay kicks the winning field goal, I leave my room and my parents were watching the game downstairs. And I was just like. I fucking hate football. Because <laughs> like, I'm just like, God damn it, they do this to me all the time. Um, yeah, this was, this was, yeah, this was an insane game. And I thought that after three insane games, <laughs> we were like, all right, we're good. It's all fine. We've done everything that we could this weekend. It's been great. Let's just get a blowout in and, and then we'll move on. 
No! <laughs> Who's playing, Chris? It's the Bills and Chiefs! Oh my god. And this, so a lot of a lot of the games, all three of the games had wild endings, fantastic endings. Most of the games have not been that entertaining to watch. Sure. Yeah. This game was this game was fan- fantastic from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Especially finish. Yes. Yeah. I I I can't I got so stressed with this game. <laughs> really stressed. <laughs> Cuz I I have kind of adopted the Bills as like when I first started watching football back in 2013-2014, I adopted the Bills as my third team to like root for it but behind the Giants and Jets because mm-hmm. they were a New York team uh and they and they also had this four falls of Buffalo you know that whole like you know that that streak where they were in the Super Bowl constantly and never won it and then you know that they've just had they had that that years-long playoff drought that ended in 2017 like there was so many things that I rooted that I, I had with this Bills team and I there is recent times where I kind of fell off of the Bills where I was just kind of like I, I'm not like really super rooting for them but this team won my heart back in a lot of ways um and it's this it's really because of Josh Allen and because of just how exciting this offense and and at times defense would play. So I I can't speak to a lot of what happened in the game because I ended up passing out during the first half. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Cuz I just couldn't handle it. I was just like I can't watch this game. It's going to be too intense for me. I need I need to just just I need to relax because this the the last game kind of had in my like fucking I don't know fucking heart levels blood levels um and just I I need to just I need to just breathe so I wake up and it's basically beginning of like the fourth quarter and I I feel Matt you you watched the majority of this game or you watched the whole thing yeah okay. What what at one point was there was there ever two score a two score game? I I don't I I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Not so, that I can think of. I know at at least at one point the the Chiefs were leading the Bills by I want to say like a kind of significant uh point. Yeah. Um, and uh, or at least it felt significant at the time. Um. Yeah. So essentially. The Bills have Josh Allen, who I, I let's just I mean let's just talk about like the, the last sequence because there is Gabriel Davis had the game of his life, uh, where he basically caught four touchdown passes from Josh Allen. So no one's there ever was, done that before, by the way. No, yes. no wide receiver's done that before. So they're marching down the field. It is a, a touchdown would put them in the lead, and they reach the two minute morning the morning warning. And uh, Josh Allen, out of the two minutes, there I think it's like fourth and thirteen is the is the is the down distance. Um, and Josh Allen throws a beautiful pass to Gabriel Davis, and they it's a touchdown. I believe that's when they do the two point conversion, and it's a three point game at that point. Yeah, I think it's like 29-26 or something like that. Yeah, and then the Chiefs hit the ball. And I'm like, all right, this is the final drive. They're gonna just go down and kick a field goal. And that that part's important. This is the final drive. 
You think? Well, no. You think it's the final I, triumph. I, I know, but that's that's the sentiment that everyone has. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so then, and so then, all of a sudden, the Bills' defense completely breaks apart, and Patrick Patrick Mahomes finds Tyreek Hill, and Tyreek Hill just does this huge run to the end zone, and again they take the lead, and it's just like what the shit. So now I believe it's. 30 it's like 33 to 29 at this point and it's just like okay buffalo does have a little bit of time let's mm-hmm. see what they can do let's see what they can do with now their final drive and it's like the right final it, drive of the game right the, 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 yeah it has <laughs> to be right and then they they use their times out time at time outs wisely and they keep a lot of the times in the last few I, I think it happened a lot in the final two minutes, but I think also prior to that, a lot of this game was so frustrating to watch for if you're like rooting for the Bills because they just could not do anything on first and second down. It was always third and fourth down that they were succeeding, and that kind of was kept on being the case to that point. Josh Allen is insane. He takes it on himself again. You know, he he's this runner of the football, getting the getting the first down all the time. But once again, finds Gabriel Davis in the end zone and gets a touchdown with 13 seconds on the clock. <laughs> and at this point, I'm like, I listen. I did not fucking trust it. I didn't trust it. I I will I will be on the record. I don't care oh if you guys God. don't believe me. I don't trust it. I was like this t- this Chiefs team has three timeouts and it's thirteen seconds. Patrick Mahomes can do it. He will absolutely do this shit. And that but, was I kind of felt like that too. Like I yeah. I thought that um uh, I I'm mainly just talking because you've been talking for a while. Um, no 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 um, please go ahead. Uh uh I'm uh I I felt like holy shit the Bills did it, but the gut feeling of. The, the, there's no way to confirm no way to be sure yeah yeah no it, that's that that's the thing and i'm like okay like in, in in there's a lot of different theories at this point what they should do and like and like in retrospect it's like okay yeah you can kick a squib kick here and like mm-hmm. maybe run the clock a little bit um but at that point you do risk the idea of them being you know, starting from like the forty-yard line, and then having yeah. a play to you know maybe get into field goal range that way. There, there's no correct decision. Yeah, I think I think that a lot of people that are like, "Oh, do a squib quick." It's, I don't think it's any, anything was a guarantee. So that's when. So they ended up kicking it into the back of the end zone to this. You know, to to some criticism on that front, but they end up start. Patrick Mahomes starts at the twenty-five yard line. Thirteen seconds on the clock. Uh, throws a pass to Tyreek Hill that brings it basically to like the forty yard line, uh, and uh, that's and then they they call a timeout of that one, and then Patrick Mahomes throws it to Travis Kelsey and a breakup in the secondary leads it to I think it was the thirty yard line the thirty the Bills thirty yard line or something like that yeah timeout easy fucking field goal for Harrison Buckner. And we go to overtime, and I it was at this moment Matt, that I was like on like I I was I I thought I saw Satan uh, <laughs> that I was just kind of like I just bring just please just take me take me with yeah. you Satan you 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 don't get mad easily 
Oh, I feel and, like I do, but that's I appreciate okay. at that. Least, <laughs> at least, at least in how you express it to me. Yes. Yeah. You don't. You don't get mad easily. No. I was scared. Yeah. When you texted me right after that. Yeah. Well, so what? Basically, what happened was that the few the, then the coin toss happens, and this is you know this has been a debate all over the internet since then. But the coin toss happens, and the Chiefs get the ball. I turn off my TV, and just yep. go to bed. I just lay in bed for for I I just lay in bed and I text Matt. I said I'm turning off the TV. Fuck this shit. He says, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yep, Chiefs win." And he doesn't respond to me, rightfully so, because if I was wrong, Matt was going to be like, are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) But I just knew. I just knew at that moment the Bills' defense was not stopping anyone. And sure enough, uh, Mahomes – you you, you explained this one because I did not watch it. <laughs> it was it was basically like the last last couple of drives. Mahomes just like had had a couple of great passes. Tyree Kill w- is a fast human being. Yeah, and they were able to just they they were able to just score the touchdown and win. Yeah, and then and then at that point you texted me fuck. <laughs> yeah, th- yep. At that point, fuck. And then yeah. <laughs> it... And then I and then you you were expressing your disc. Your your actual agreement with the overtime. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> Can I... I read the exchange? Oh yes, please go you, ahead. You you say one of the few times I fully agree with the overtime rules at this point. I respond, "What about it?" And you said, "Built different sucked, and they deserve to be punished for making me sad." And my <laughs> response was, "I want to give you a hug." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, well, it was it was in that moment that I was just like, man. Like this Bills team just could not stop anyone, and it and it was just broken coverage after broken coverage, and it, I like you we could sit here all day and be like you know neither team deserved to lose, but it really did feel like the Bills were blowing it. Uh, my my favorite thing immediately after the game was the Bills should get to play the the NFC winner, and the winner of them plays the Chiefs. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then that's it. That's how you decide your champion, right? Like that, right, that would yeah. be great. You know, I just i I think I it was the investment that I always have in the Bills, but it's also like for me that moment was I felt worse in that moment, or I shouldn't say worse. I didn't have that feeling after a playoff loss since Super Bowl Fifty One, and oh, even man. that, even compared, I'll even say like. That same year of the Giants losing to the Packers, like that, those two moments, I think, are two of like the moments of like, I feel like garbage after this oh, man. loss. Like, this, that was the feeling I had after the Bills loss. And it sucked because overall, this was a great weekend, a phenomenal weekend, one of the best ever. For chaos, for what we are about, what we love so much is chaos, and this weekend delivered in all all extents. But this was gonna be the one. This would have completed the quad quad quadfecta of chaos, a um, quadrangle of chaos, a quadrangle. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and it would have been like we would get Bengals Bills. 49ers Rams as it, your file four and how insane that would be. It legitimately would have been my favorite my favorite championship weekend of all time. I would not have cared who wins the Super Bowl from here on out. Right. And so <laughs> not to take anything away from the Chiefs. Of course I, not. 
they're a great football team. And honestly, there is a lot of likable. I do. I love. I love Patrick Mahomes. I love yeah. Andy Reid. Like they're. I genuinely do love them. I don't love their organization. Fuck no. the. Fuck the native names. Uh, yep. But you know, like it's. It is the like it, it does does. I'm okay with the idea. I will be accepting of the idea of Mahomes and Reed getting a second championship game because that just feels fitting yeah. for like the narrative of the NFL. That right. said, though, God, this Bills team really. I like this. They've been through so much with the Scott Norwood kick and the fucking uh, the mirror the. Music City Miracle, and now this. Now 13 seconds. 13 seconds is going to live. 13 seconds. <laughs> that's what it's called. That's what people are dubbing it, at least. Uh, I mean, I mean, that's that's what you have to, right? Yeah, that's what that's what it is. You had 13 seconds to make a stop, and you didn't do it. And you couldn't do it, I guess, because just Chiefs are just yeah. insane. Just what an improbable, insane weekend we just had. Um. Just I, but I, I think we're gonna have a very interesting final run. I think you're, you have four teams that are. I think all of them are interesting in their own ways, and it's just gonna be fun to see kind of how it all kind of comes together. But I don't think we're gonna have a weekend like this the rest of the way. Absolutely not. And so we can, as as much as that sucked Sunday night, amazing weekend of football. Yes. We won't see Aaron Rodgers piece of shit anymore we won't see tom brady anymore yes exactly <laughs> yeah no it, less yeah. of a piece of shit still kind of shitty right <laughs> I, I i tom brady has like top in terms of likability tom brady from like yeah just like uh, definitely above aaron Rodgers and above like a few yes. other people you know maybe that's that's about it um yeah it's it, it's it's great it, i i'm i am excited about what is left uh, here and we're, we'll, we'll talk about the championship games in a second. I do want to run through the news. We are already forty-five yep. minutes in, but I'm okay. That's we, okay. We, we could get through it. We could get through it. What makes Table Party different from other tabletop podcasts? The music, the setting, the characters, the gore, a bunch of different games, the refreshing coldness of ice cream, the three hundred foot tall squid named Delilah, the dice rolls, the horrifying body horror, the aroma. The suffering of my players. Dairy Queen blizzards. The luxurious plush texture. The free coupons. Bad decisions. And who can we expect? I'm Kelsey. I'm Matt. I'm Gabe. I'm Walsh. I'm Chris. Welcome to the table party. 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 Can I get us started? Oh, yes! Kick us off here! We got a we got a big Matt Watch for you today. Welcome to Matt Watch. The Bears hire Colts defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus as new head coach of the Chicago Bears. The ultimate Matt because he is replacing a Matt along with the general manager Ryan Poles replacing a Ryan. This is 4D chess. <laughs> Everyone is making this joke. I don't care. It's hilarious as hell. <laughs> this has been Matt Watch. Can I just say, I did, when when they announced Ryan Pulse as general manager, I had to do a double take because because of the <laughs> P, E, and S, I was yeah. like, 
did they just hire back Ryan Pace? What's <laughs> happening here? But no, it is a different human being. Yes, uh, Bears hire Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles to lead their organization into the future. I, I don't have any major takes about this, uh, but I would imagine you have at least a semblance of a take. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, they they both they both seem like pretty solid hires. I don't think they're neither neither of them are like the flashiest or like extremely like this is the best fucking hire ever. Right. But uh, Ryan Poles, young guy. Uh, not white, um, and is uh, um, <laughs> plus. Well, I, I, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> it's a plus. Uh, from the Chiefs organization was it was a great scout in for both college and the NFL. Helped scout Patrick Mahomes. He knows talent, um, mm-hmm. and and has like some nice Bears connections. So I think I think it'll, he'll be a good fit. He's young, could get some nice perspective. I th- I think that's that's cool. Yes. The more I read about Matt Eberflus, the more I like him. Seems Ooh. to be respected by his players. Um, turned uh, one of the worst defenses in the NFL to like top ten overall over the course course of uh, four years, and has been consistent with that. With only a couple like super su- super stud defensive players, with like Darius Leonard. Um, yes. Put him on the Bears with with a front of Robert Quinn, uh, Roquan Smith, and Khalil Mack. Lord, that defense is going to be fun as fuck to watch. Yeah, um, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Um, that that that's that's the dream at least. The only the only thing now for the Bears, um, I, I I think defensively will be set. I think this is a great great hire for the for the defensive side of things. We need to choose the right OC to develop mm-hmm. fields. That's going to be the that's going to be the the important thing now. Yeah, because I'm not I'm not 100 sold yet until I'm sure that we'll we'll be covered well on the offensive side of the ball too. But I feel good about the um, I feel good about the the defensive aspect of things. Yeah, I I am. Yeah, I, I agree with everything that you said, and I think I think that's that's always the key with a young quarterback who hasn't necessarily proven much. Uh, yet, I mean, we know that we know that Fields has had, you know, he had a few games that he was definitely fun to watch. But you do need to get it right. You need to see. Yep. You need to get someone that is uh, going to be able to coach him up, uh, and you have a scheme that's going to be good for him as a player. Because um, I, I and I think that that will. That, I don't think the Bears are in a terrible spot at all, talent wise. I mean, no. I don't know what the cap situation is like for them, but not the best. I, I think I think that like if you if you, I think you're gonna have to pay me restructure this the offense itself a little bit. You might have to get rid of Robinson, unfortunately. If that oh yeah, if, uh, he he's it, gone. No way. Yeah. He's, no way. No way. He's staying. He ba- he he barely played last year. Right. Yeah. Like, and that that includes the games he was active. Yeah. <laughs> like if if there is if there is going to be like you, you you're going to have to set him up maybe you you would be great for the bears but it's you you guys don't have a first round pick yep but i mean i was going to say like you could get one of the ohio state receivers that he played with and do like a Joe Burrow type situation but that's not going to happen i don't think they yeah. they're not going to fall out of the first round no. so uh but there's a lot of them though so who knows maybe you'll get one um but yeah, we'll see. It'll be it'll be fascinating to see kind of how it works out. Yeah, it's it's it is so hard with head coaches. We never know what the right whether it's going to be good or bad. It's 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 all it's all guesswork. But I'm glad to hear that Ibrahimovic is uh, you know tickling your fancy there. Yeah. Um, 
So let I I I I think I'll 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 bring up the news stories here a little bit because uh, I initially was gonna lead with Sean Payton. You know, actually, that was head coach related, so I might as well. Sean Payton yeah. retired. Uh, yeah, he's he is out as the New Orleans Saints coach uh, by his own decision, of course, uh, after taking a, a, a brief uh, vacation in uh, Cabo, um, I believe. Um, he just said, you know what? I'm good. I've done what I need to do here. I'm going to take a break more. He sounds like he is going to coach in the future. So not this year, but probably next year, he's going to be a very very coveted uh, head coaching candidate, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, aligns very much with the idea of like uh, Mike McCarthy uh, being fired and then yeah. <laughs> Sean, <laughs> Sean Payton becoming the Cowboys coach. Um, but what what's your thoughts on Payton uh, saying goodbye? Um, it's all it's all because of the movie, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, like he's he's since since Breeze uh, obviously Breeze has only been out one. Um, one season but it's hard to uh hard to see what um what well we we kind of saw Peyton I was still a good coach still had a good team they just barely missed the playoffs but he's been around for a while I it was surprising for sure but I don't know doesn't doesn't seem like it 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 was earth shaking I don't Mm -hmm. know weird 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 situation yeah I I I think I think that it was this feeling that was, um, it, it was this it, it lingering feeling that has been kind of happening where, um, he he's been kind of contemplating it for a bit, trying to see when is the right time to leave. I doubt that he was ever going to be fired unless things like really got bad in New Orleans. Uh-huh. So he was just like, you know what? It's time to take a break. He said he said basically that he wasn't feeling football anymore. He wants to take a time some time off, and then maybe in the future, that's kind of like he gets back into it. Um, and I think that's probably what's going to happen here. Um, yeah, I, I I respect to him. He did such a good job there. He reinvigorated a city after Hurricane Katrina, and uh you know even th- even though that it was only one super bowl that he he kind of kept the saints relevant for a very long time and mm-hmm. um yeah very just really really uh just fantastic tenure overall uh and uh, i'm excited to see what happens next with him uh but yeah like you said i i, I said i'd walk away too if if kevin james was playing me in a movie <laughs> which speaking of and we, 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 i don't know i do you want to do it matt next week are you down? I for don't it? see why we shouldn't. Okay, <laughs> so Pro Bowls next week. There's not much going to be happening. Yes, there's going to be we're recapping the conference championships. We'll probably have some more news uh, there. But next week, we ask you guys book club time. <laughs> we're going to make everyone <laughs> watch Home Team because we just need to see the shit show. We just need to see what's going to happen in this movie and. We'll we'll come back with our opinions. I don't know how how far deep into it we will go, like in terms of recapping it, and like, but we will. I'll I'll take my notes and we'll see kind of how it unfolds. Uh, so that's 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 the Pro Bowl episode will be, uh, our home team review. Uh, so we'll let you know about that. Um, uh, Big Ben retired. Oh well. Bye. Bye. Not surprising. Uh, and then, uh, going back to the head coaches, Broncos have hired, uh, offensive coordinator from the Packers, Nathaniel Hackett, and Matt, you hinted at it earlier. Does this mean that Aaron Rodgers could try to make his way 
to the he's, uh, Broncos. He's been hinting at the horse thing for the past three months. This is what I'm saying. I know. I know. <laughs> that, what, what, what's, what did I call him? Oh, God. I think I called him a centaur or something. I forget. Yeah, um, something like that. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah, he's just, he's, a uh, he's on his way there, I think. I, I, well, I, the Packers have the leverage. I don't think they're gonna let him go that easily. Um, so we'll see. But I, I, I think that this is a telltale sign that, like, what, what other reason would you hire Nathaniel Hackett? Now, no, no right. offense to Nathaniel Hackett. He might end up being a great coach, but... Like, that just feels like the one thing that just, you know, that just kind of seems likely right now. Um, it reminds me of, like, it kind of reminds me of the Nagy hire a little bit of the, mm-hmm. after having, like, a really bad offensive performance in a game prior, getting hired yeah. away to the, to the head coach, to the Broncos. We'll see. They, they said that they he has a plan for all three phases of the game and that, you know, he has a, you know, it will, it will be key to see, like, who's the defensive coordinator and who's going to be quarterback ultimately. And again, could be Aaron Rodgers. Who knows? Um, The Giants have hired general manager Joe Shane. Uh, and uh, that, if, my opinion on this, I like the hire. I'm good with it. I like that it's someone that was from the outside of the Giants organization. I like the fact that he's, as, you know, Matt was talking about with Ryan Poles, like, I, I, like the fact that the, the guy's young um mm-hmm. so i think that all is nice he's again he was he was like the second hand man in buffalo and that team obviously is very good now so maybe that he can play a huge factor into rebuilding the giants uh so i'm i i i'm cautiously optimistic um i i to me all 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 uh you know, eyes are on what they do with head coach. Um, I I think I really want Dable, Brian Dable, but they're, I like I, I would like that a lot, and that that seems to be kind of where where their uh where their more of their eggs are seem to be in that basket. Yeah, it's him or it, Flores. Well, that's what I was gonna say because there is there was a report that came that the that uh it's become apparent that Dable's become a favorite for the Dolphins gig. Um, gotcha. So that's the and and then and then the and then the reporting started where like oh the Giants organization really likes Flores so there's an opportunity for that I wouldn't hate the Flores you know hire either um we'll see kind of how it unfolds I just I I really want it's it's the, it's just the fact that I want that like offensive guy that maybe could help Daniel Jones out um because I, at this point I think Daniel Jones is gonna be there and I'm like all right if this team is really going to try to win now. Let's see if they can actually do stuff with Daniel Jones. Because Jones, like, say what you want about Jones. He's talented. Like, he he has talent. It's just not – It's he hasn't been healthy enough to really show it. And he's been on teams that have been so injured and just have not been coached well. And I, I'm willing, I'm willing to give him one more shot, especially because this quarterback draft that's coming up is not very good. So who would we get? And ultimately, the talent is not there to uh, go out for a Russell Wilson or a, any of these big time <laughs> players, you know. So I'm like, I'm at the point where I'm like, you know what? If they can take on Daniel Jones, and Daniel Jones ends up being like, a, ends up being decent next year. If, if Daniel okay. Jones turns into a Derek Carr, how would you feel? I'd be fine with that. I mean, cool. cause, well, because Carr, well, because Carr is like, he's Carr is a, a good, solid quarterback. 
Yes. Yeah. Not, go- I- not going to win any anything, but won't kill your team with his play. That's yeah, and that's what my idea is. Like I, I feel like I I want a team that's fun to watch. I'm not I'm not aching for a Super Bowl. I'm not aching to I mean, of course, like that would be a dream, right? To get another Super Bowl, but like yeah. I don't that's not I like to watch a team that is fun, that's exciting, that is that just is is captivating. And the Giants have not been like that. So we'll see. We'll see kind of what kind of ends up in that direction. We'll see where it goes. Uh, and finally, I don't have much to say about this, but just uh, just the uh, you know final housekeeping. Vikings hired general Mas- manager uh, Kwesi uh, Adolfo Mensa, uh, who is the uh, Browns uh, fo- president of football operations, I believe, or director of football operations. Uh, he's now the general man- manager. Um, definitely diverse hires right now for this for uh, uh, the general manager position, not as much for the head coaching position, but. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, the Browns have a very respectable front office, so it's great that they picked mm-hmm. him out from there. We'll see how the Vikings do. A lot of decisions there. We'll see what head coach lands there. All right. Matt, it is time. Uh, oh, it's, it's late in the episode. All right. I, I think the ad break probably already played here. I, I just, <laughs> I'm just trying <laughs> to remember to fit it in here. Um, all right. Uh, conference championships time. I'll start um, with the AFC. Yeah, hit me with this AFC talk, my dude. We have the Chiefs versus the Bengals. Chiefs off the backs of one of the greatest football games ever played. And seemingly unstoppable. Able to defeat the Bills. Uh, demolish the Steelers. Now get to take on the Bengals, who have been plucky. Who are the vast underdogs in this game. Let me check what the, what the fucking spread is. Last I checked, it was seven points. Okay. Yeah, that's a that, that's pretty. That's, that's, for a playoff game, that's pretty. For a playoff pretty game, big. that's a lot. That's pretty yeah. big. Um, is there any chance that the Bengals can have a mir- have a miracle against the Chiefs? Joe Burrow has been playing nearly perfect mm. for the past couple for 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 the past two playoff games. Can he keep the streak alive to overcome the Chiefs, or will the Chiefs get get themselves on their way to another Super Bowl win? I I think this is a blowout. I'll be real. Okay. <laughs> that's that's where I'm at on this. Yeah. I I just am not impressed with the way the Bengals have kind of protected Burrow uh over the last few games. They haven't really scored that many touchdowns. I I think as you noted earlier in the episode. Um and like I th- I do think that Burrow and Chase have what it takes to keep it a game, but I I just I I'm 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 not as excited about this matchup <laughs> as I would yeah. about other matchups. I, I I I wish I wish it wasn't the case. I wish I could be more excited, and be like ah the Bengals have a chance. And th- there's people that would argue that, and I I'm down to hear it. I just for me it's it's hard. It's hard for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Chiefs here. Shit is weird. This league is weird. <laughs> This year is weird. The Chiefs are absolutely going to win, but I'm going to pick the Bengals just hey! because <laughs> I want I want these guys to win so bad. Um, and I I legitimately th- I do think they have a shot. Yeah. No. I, I I get it. I get it. Yeah. 
I think I, this is either going to be. Th- I think this game has two outcomes. I think it's going to be a Chiefs blowout, or the Bengals barely overcome them. I do not think the Chiefs will win if it's a close game. Weird prediction, but yeah, no, I no, <laughs> no, I I think that's I think that's spot on. I because I I don't see I don't see the Bengals blowing out the Chiefs. No. You know, like it's that, like at least like with last weekend, it was like I could I could have seen the Bills blowing out the Chiefs, you know, and it ended up you know, or I could have seen the Chiefs blowing out the Bills, like I like that could have, that game could have gone any which way. This game, it's like it just does not feel like this is gonna happen for the Bengals. I hope so. I I I I think you and I are rooting for the same thing this weekend. Yeah. But I just I I I. What I tend to do is I pick against what I root for, <laughs> and the Chiefs, <laughs> the Chiefs are, uh, I, I think, are more likely to win, but we'll see if the Bengals can do it. Um, well, uh, you already, you already picked the pick, Bengals. All right. Yep, I already picked and, the Bengals. All right, NFC Championship. One of the more interesting NFC Championships we've had, because the NFC is always <laughs> weird. You, I, we've, yeah. we've never, it's been since the, it hasn't been since the Seahawks since we've seen a repeat NFC Champion. Um. Now these two teams were NFC champions in 2018 and 2019, uh, respectively. Um, well, you, you you can put the pieces together. Uh, yeah. But I uh, <laughs> uh, this this is a fascinating one because this is a divisional round. This is a division championship. You have two teams that are in the same division that have fought fought each other a lot, and not only that, but like 49ers Rams was one of like the you know best games of the year. Uh, in a week that was chaotic in week 18. Um, and once again, you know, the 49ers currently have a six-game winning streak over over the Rams. The Rams have had a lot of trouble beating this team. But the Rams are also, I don't want to say on fire because they almost blew it, but they, they had, up until like the second or third quarter of that game, um, were completely dominating the Buccaneers, completely dominated the Cardinals in the wild card round. And overall have so much talent on this team that they feel like a Super Bowl contender. But this 49ers team is this, they're this plucky defense, uh, not a plucky defense, they're a championship defense with an offense that has the weapons, Debo Samuel obviously being the star of this team. And of course, Kyle Shanahan, who has just out-schemed Sean McVay every which way. But Matt, what do you think is going to happen here? See, I I love this N- this NFC Championship matchup because kind of those things. There is like the 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 Rams are very clearly the better team between these two. Mm-hmm. But head to head, the 49ers for three years have have taken down the Rams, and the 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 Rams and 49ers have have exchanged who's been good along those three years. I'm going to pick the Rams because I'm picking the Rams to win the entire thing, no matter what. Sure, sure. But like uh, that—that's why like I am so excited for Sunday night, just because it, it's it's such a philosophical conundrum. It's barely <laughs> philosophy because we're gonna see what the fucking result's gonna be sure. on a football field. But yeah. it's I I I just love that situation of this is the better team that just cannot beat this worst team. Yeah, it's it is wild uh, that it is how much Sean McVay has been dominated by this guy, and I, 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 I this this is obviously I think the harder of the two matchups to pick just because 
you have that history there and then you have it's it's weighing talent versus history and i for me it's it, it just i think i think if the rams closed out that game against the bucks a lot sooner i would be sitting here today probably picking the rams but because <laughs> i know that the rams have it in them to completely shit themselves yeah I'm picking the 49ers to win this game and to go to their second Super Bowl in three years in a shocking six-seed appearance in oh my Super God. Bowl. Uh, this... Yeah. I, I, it, and I can have it. it. It can happen. I can see yeah. it happening. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, like any, the, any combination of things can legitimately happen. Yeah. Maybe less so, like... I don't know. Bengals Bengals are gonna have to like pull pull something out of their ass, but yeah, I I don't know. This this the the ending to the season is is wild. I'm all I'm all in on no matter no matter what it ends up being. Yeah, yeah. Like I think I think it's going to be disappointing if the if the Chiefs do win, but yeah, I I like I'm just I'm accepting of it at this point. It's like it is what it is. They beat they beat the Bills, which I think were going to be the favorites out of these four. Uh, if, if the Bills mm-hmm. moved on, they would have been the favorites in this situation to right. win the whole thing, you know. And so it's like I and I would have I would have agreed with them. So <laughs> right, yeah. So it's like to me, it's I I I can't sit here and be like, oh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are just getting away with it. Like it, it is what it is. But yeah, it is going to be a fascinating finish, especially if the Bengals are, you know, if the Bengals fucking beat the Chiefs, I will. It will. I will lose my mind because I really would not care at that point who wins the Super Bowl. I'd be happy yeah. with any of them. You know, it, 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 it would be fascinating. So really, really exciting stuff. Uh, and just a quick the, update. Oh, go ahead. The craziest part, if it, if it ends up being 49ers Bengals, and th- this is already partially the crazy, crazy part, the 49ers and the Bengals both finished last in their division last year. Yeah. So they would go from last in their division to the Super Bowl. They already made it to the conference championship, which is – amazing for both of them the right. fact that if if they made it to the super bowl like that turnaround is awesome <laughs> it's just incredible insane it absolutely is insane and it just goes to show like anything can happen anything any one thing can can change the entire trajectory you know of like of like if you if your team is in last place this year like you never know like they could make a run for the ages next year um and so We'll see, man. It's it's I I again not gonna put the hopes of this being a repeat of divisional round weekend uh, in terms of exciting games, but I, no. I I I I there's a lot of potential for excitement here. So we'll see how it all goes. Uh, real quick, just to kind of do some uh, housekeeping on the uh, on our gaming uh, perspective, uh, real quick. Uh, so the matchups go as follows: the AFC Championship game is, uh, is right now. What I have written down here is Pokemon Emerald at a way out is this matchup now. Ooh, okay, all right. So <laughs> we uh, we talked about this off off podcast. I'm getting really into the idea of playing Pokemon Legends Arceus. There's a part of me that wants to play it the day it comes out. Uh, so that's why I'm I'm I I don't know if I should swap out emerald for legends arceus here i think i think you should keep it as emerald legends arceus is going to be a completely different thing and if you end up playing two pokemon games at the span of a month i promise you won't explode 
yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm 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 very much looking forward to that game. So we'll we'll keep it Pokemon Emerald. Uh, Pokemon Emerald at away. And again, that means that like the Bengals won the whole thing. That would be amazing. That would be insane. True. Awesome. Um, <laughs> and then uh, in the NFC, it is Outer Wilds versus Halo Infinite for the NFC Championship game. Okay. In I terms think, of what what I want to play on stream, I'm rooting for the AFC in both of them. I think. Yes. Yeah. But I I I think that I I I think I'm with you. I think a way out would be the most exciting of the bunch. Yeah. Which would mean, hey, if the Chiefs win, we at least and get a Chiefs way out. Win, we can play. We can play way out. Yeah. <laughs> um. But in terms of NFC, I think I think Outer Wilds would be a fun game for both of us to play because it is like an investigative story game a little mm-hmm. bit. So I think that you and I could probably have like a lot of fun like. You know, playing around with that. Cool. Halo Infinite's a lot more just shooty, shootiness. Yeah. Which which one's Halo Infinite with? Uh, that is Rams. Rams. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, I mean, of course, at any time we could swap any of these out. We're just like, eh, you know, <laughs> maybe maybe there's another game we want to do. Uh, but they these four have stuck stuck it out through the first two rounds, and we'll see what the final Super Bowl matchup is going to be like. Yes. Uh, speaking of guys, this is the end of the podcast, which means the next time you hear from us, we will know who will be competing in the Super Bowl. We'll probably know uh, a few more head coaches that have been hired, and we will have gone through the experience of watching. What did you dub it, uh, Matt? The the, the champagne movie? Oh, uh, Sean Plart Ball Cop. Yes, that's it. Yep. <laughs> that that is uh that we will we'll experience that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, and as per usual, uh, keep an eye out. Next week, we're going to have uh, Monday will probably be the gaming coop will be uploaded finally. I was going to do it this week, but just too much fucking schoolwork. Um, yeah. uh, so coop will be up. Uh, we also recorded our first ever mini coop, uh, which will be focusing on one game uh, per episode. We're doing Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, uh, which will be kind of leading up to the release of Horizon Forbidden West. It was me, it was Kelsey, it was Anthony. You'll see that in a couple of weeks. Uh, and, of course, we also have a Table Party on the horizon as well. Uh, and Doc of Shame, maybe? Yeah. Soon. Soon, yeah. Soon. It's recorded. Uh, <laughs> it's there. It exists. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, thank you. Uh, any, any, last, any last words? Anything I'm missing here? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, VBBFL was going to be this week, but I am so swamped with shit that I can't do it. So we're going to push it off for a week. Okay. Uh, uh, but, uh, we will be back with that at some point soon. Um, yeah, guys, thank you all so much for listening and we will see you next week. Good night and good ball. Can't believe I have to watch the fucking Sean Blart movie. (laughs) Virtual Ball Boys has been brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Virtual Ball Boys and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods.